Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. Today, we're going to demolish a common weight loss myth. Ready for it? We need to avoid fruit because all of that fruit sugar will cause weight gain or block us from weight loss. I hear this all of the time from people, but it's simply not true. Fruit instead of what is my question. For most of us, fruit would be a snack or part of breakfast. It's also sometimes served as a healthy dessert. If we're not having fruit as a snack, what else might we grab when we're hungry in the middle of the afternoon or late in the evening? Probably not broccoli, right? When we're not having fruit, what do we eat instead? People often snack on protein bars, but those most often have ultra-processed ingredients. These make us hungrier in the long run, and those Nova 4 ingredients actually cause weight gain out of proportion to the number of calories in the bar. Or maybe you're not a bar person, but rather you'd grab some chips or a brownie or a bowl of cereal. The point is that fruit is a healthy, nutrient-dense plant that's a fantastic choice, especially when compared to other common options for breakfast snack, or dessert. I always come back to that wonderful old book by Michael Pollan called In Defense of Food, Eat Food, Not Too Much, Mostly Plants. He's got the right idea, and science backs up the value of having fruit in our diets. In addition to being nutrient-dense, fruit is a reliable source of fiber in our diet. Why is that important? because all of the fiber in fruit slows the absorption of its natural sugar. Fiber prevents the spikes in blood sugar and insulin we see when we eat packaged sugary treats. Several years ago, a study was published in the Annals of Internal Medicine. Researchers from the University of Massachusetts Medical School compared the effectiveness of two different diets. There were 240 participants with metabolic syndrome who were divided into two groups. In the first group, people were asked to follow a diet recommended by the American Heart Association. This diet has approximately 12 different rules or guidelines, including eat more fruits, eat more vegetables, lean protein, fish, and more fiber, while also limiting added sugar, salt, alcohol, and fat. The other group had only one basic rule to follow, get at least 30 grams of fiber daily. This is fiber from actual food, by the way, not supplements. The thinking is that when you focus on fiber, you'll naturally have to include the healthiest foods. And the benefit is that it's a simple and straightforward, plant-forward way to eat. Interestingly, both groups aimed for high fiber, and both groups landed at about 19 grams of fiber per day on average. So, do you want to know the outcome between the American Heart Association diet and the high fiber diet? Well, both groups lost weight, 
and both had better blood pressure control and insulin sensitivity. The Heart Association group lost an average of 5.9 pounds compared to the 4.6 pounds lost by the fiber group. Not a big difference. You might take away from this study an observation that the American Heart Association group lost slightly more weight, but I take something different from this study. What I love is that one simple intervention, eating more fiber, led to weight loss and better metabolic parameters. Weight loss plus better health. This is true even though the study participants didn't reach nearly the target fiber intake of 30 grams per day. They did get up above the daily average for the rest of us in the United States, which is 10 to 15 grams of fiber daily. We already knew that high fiber intake was associated with a lower risk of diabetes, heart disease, and stroke, but now we also know how helpful it is for weight loss. Another fascinating observation from this study that fits beautifully with what we teach in the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Group is that it's very effective to focus on what you want to add into your diet rather than dwelling on anything you want to eliminate or reduce. You can increase your own fiber by simply reading the labels or looking up how many grams of fiber are in an apple. The answer to that, by the way, is 4.4 grams in a medium apple. If you do decide to increase your fiber intake, it's rather fun to start with an audit of exactly how much fiber you currently eat in a day. Track that for a week first, find your average, and then slowly increase the amount that you eat, increasing your plain water consumption at the same time. Which foods will deliver the most fiber? While fruits and vegetables are a sure bet, don't forget beans and lentils, nuts and seeds, and whole grains, including popcorn. Skip the butter and salt to keep it healthy. Which fruits and veggies pack the highest amount of fiber per serving? Try pears, raspberries, and other berries, dried plums, avocados, broccoli, and edamame. Yum. So many of us eat breakfast that look more like dessert than a healthy meal. Let's forget the muffins or the Starbucks sous vide egg white bites, which are filled with Nova 4 ingredients. Instead, perhaps you'd like to add some blueberries, chia seeds, and walnuts to your steel-cut oats. That's a fiber powerhouse of a meal. It will keep you full much longer than other breakfasts. Or maybe you'd like to have a slice of whole grain toast with avocado on it. Super! That's high in fiber too. Please don't evaluate the success of added fruit and fiber after just a few weeks. This is smart weight loss, right? We know that changes take time to show up on the scale. And so I invite you to be ever patient. Give yourself six to 12 months to dial up your fiber. Push your plain water up at the same time. The number on the scale will eventually follow. But in the meantime, you're doing amazing things for your metabolic health. I believe in your ability to make a smart decision when you get a craving for some sweets at night. When we're restricting fruit, we may end up eating cookie dough ice cream instead. (laughs) I've been there. (laughs) That's not forbidden, but we want to move ice cream and chocolate and other sweets to the special occasion category. A fantastic everyday dessert can be some fresh fruit. 
I know you can jump in and make a decision to start eating that banana, knowing it's a better choice than restricting fruit and then craving an entirely different kind of sweet. A banana always wins over a banana cream pie, right? I talk with people all the time who would never eat fruit, but when they get frustrated because they're restricting all sweets, even the natural fiber-dense sweets and fruit, you can bet they'll end up dipping into that box of Oreos instead. I don't blame them. I'm just saying we're surrounded by this toxic supply of highly processed sweet treats and a diet culture that makes us confused about what's healthy. You're smart. Trust your inner wisdom. You know that eating fruit with its generous fiber and without chemicals or added sugar is a healthier choice than any dessert you'll find in a package. Both the American Heart Association and the American Diabetes Association agree. Fruit is part of a healthy diet, and it can be part of your weight loss protocol too. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your smart weight loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart. Smart.